You're listening to The Fast Side Orders with Biota Chef and Electrolux Ambassador, James Files. From hunting and foraging to baking and preserving, there's not much this guy doesn't make from scratch. So we got the lowdown on a few of James's favourites that he makes in his home kitchen with some trusty hacks. And if you follow his instructions, you've got yourself possibly the world's best homemade bacon sandwich. You can thank us later. So if I was making bread at home, yep. what do you think is the key to doing it successfully? Because like, there's nothing better than homemade bread, but yeah. it's actually quite hard to do. It's, it is hard. I reckon, okay, there's, there's a couple of ways. So yeah. like I make flatbread for the kids at home. Oh, awesome! But um, and I just do it on a, I just do it on the barbecue. Yeah. But um, but I always make it the day before. The dough. So, the dough. And yeah. I think with bread, I think it's patience, and making the dough in advance and letting it rest. Maybe giving it a couple of folds. Um, I we always store it in a bit of oil as well. Do you have a, 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 an ultimate recipe for bread dough? Yeah, yeah, it's a really simple one. Right. Um, oh my god, I'm so excited! I really, really good local flour, like domestic flour. Yes. Um, we also put some pepitas and stuff through it as well. Yep. And uh, oil. Yep. And good olive oil. And, um, and water. Yep. And that's it. So do you use yeast or a starter? No, I use a starter. Okay, yeah. so you, do you, you can, make your own starter from flour and water? Yeah, and then we well, have a mother at work, so I always take oh, yes. a bit of mother. I always take my mother home with me. Yep. <laughs> and, um, and, or, um, or we have some kefir in the in the fridge, and yeah. you can fold that through there, and it activates the dough as well. So, if somebody wanted to make their own mother um, or starter at home, yep. how would they do that? They um, they need flour and water. Yep. And that's it. And yep. they need temperature, a good temperature, like a, they need a good even temperature around 24 degrees for a constant time for it to grow and for it to mature. And how long do you leave it for? Uh, I, oh, we go about a week to start. Yes. And then we keep feeding it after that. And that's what you then add to your dough mix? That's right. So that's your, your mother and then you've got your dough mix. You yes. mix the two and you fold it and give it a day or so as well. Does the type of flour you use matter? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it's got to be a, a domestic flour. When um, you say domestic, do you mean like... Like something out of... We buy um, flour out of Gunnada. Ah, right. So whole grain milling or... You, know, you could mill... If you're keen, Captain Keen, you could mill your I'm own Captain grain. I'm Captain Keen. You could mill your I've own... Got, I've you know, got a grain hand mill. mill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get Captain Keen. Get the hand get the, get the hand going and, and yeah. mill your own flour so too. It, but it doesn't have to be double O? No, no. No, just a nice single origin grain. Okay. Yeah. And then you've got your dough, you've, you've, it's been doing its thing for 24 hours. Yep. What's the next part? Uh, so you've laminated it. If you're using, a, if you're using, if you're using your mother like I do, yeah. um, <laughs> get, get your, um, yeah, lamin, laminate it and give it some folds and we do that in a bit of oil. Yep. And then, uh, and then basically um, let it rest. And then we, if I'm making flatbread for the kids, for instance, yeah, I'll um, portion up, and I don't measure. I just, especially at home, I just pull bits off, roll balls, and then lay them all out, and the kids get into it too. Yeah. And uh, and then I let it rest again. So resting and patience is is really important. Then we, um, and then I just stretch them thin. I don't use a rolling pin or anything. Just yeah. just stretch it all thin, and then I go out on the hot on the hot plate of the barbecue with a bit more oil and and just... Oh, sounds so good. And they just sort of puff up a bit each side. And, Great. And the kids have, 
you know, lots of different things on them, whatever's in the fridge, yeah. really. I'm going to try this at home for yeah, sure. Yeah, Love it's it. awesome. Now, homemade butter. Yep, easy. Go. Um, buy some good cream, like a really good fatty cream. Yep. And leave it out for three days. Just out in on the winter, kitchen sink. Or in, yeah, two days out. No, on the kitchen bench. I kitchen say. bench. Yeah, leave yep. it out. Take the lid off it, otherwise mm -hmm. it might ex it could explode. Yep. <laughs> and you'll have it everywhere. But um, <laughs> yeah, take take the lid off it. In the bottle is fine. Just leave it out to sour for for maybe 24 to 36 hours, depending on the temperature. Wow. Um, I mean, in barrel, if I'm doing it at home, we we leave it out for three days in winter and one and a half to two days in summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and then basically we then take that cream after it's soured and we whip it in a um, KitchenAid with yep. a whisk, yep. use a whisk and keep an eye on it. Like some people c cover the um, KitchenAid with a tea towel or something to stop it splattering everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I've also seen the tea towel go into the KitchenAid and, <laughs> and it's big knot so How long would you do that for? It takes, on, on a high speed, it takes about, um, about eight to 10 minutes or so. Okay. Um, and then basically, you want it to split, so you want the buttermilk and the fat to, to separate. Yep. And uh, after that, you take put your hands in the best part. Just put it, put your hands in there and take all the butter all the butter out of the buttermilk, and um, and then you we we hang it because we don't have time to be there with the paddles like this all the time. Right. So we just hang it, um, and we like lightly salt it as well. When you say hang it, do you put it into some kind muslin. of a cloth, yeah. muslin cloth, yep. and you hang it just in, outdoors? No, in the core room. In the core And room. it will set too. It'll set hard in there too, but it'll so, drain. So, so somebody would put, like I'd put it in the fridge. Yeah, just put it in the fridge. You, depending on the weather, you could you can hang it out out just in room temp in the kitchen for yes. half a day as well. Yeah. Which is fine. Well, and that's it. That's it. Yum. And yeah. is it is it actually worth the trouble? Oh yeah. Really? And you can make a lot, like two liters. Two litres of cream will make three to four hundred grams of butter. I'm so excited to do this. Yeah, and if you really want to get involved, yeah, you can uh, you can smoke the cream before you make the butter. Oh, so how do you do, how would you do that? Just um, just get a uh, a tray like yeah. a, a um, if you're doing it at home, easy. Just a tray on the bottom with um, perfect with holes holes through it. Yeah, and then uh, we just put it in some bowls in that tray with the holes, and then cover it and a little smoker at home, easy. Oh, smoked butter at yeah. home, can you imagine? Oh yeah. Oh. And you could just, you know, depending on where you live, you can find heaps of, I mean, Sydney's got some awesome stuff to smoke with. Yeah. But, you know, a bit of the old happy lettuce yeah. butter. But um, <laughs> depending where you live, you can smoke with lots of different things. <laughs> what, about, what about curing bacon? How do you cure your own bacon at um, home? Really, really easy. So good pork belly again. Yes. Like just a really, really good pork belly. I take the rind off. Mhm. Mm um, before I, before we, before we do it, I take the rind off because it's easier to slice at home without the rind if you don't have a meat slicer. Yes. So I just take it off and then um, a salt mix um, and a sugar mix. So we use like a brown sugar. Mhm. Mm um, we also put a little bit of coffee grains in there, like oh, coffee granules great. and salt. Yep. Um, so we do 30 sugar to um, 70 salt, mm -hmm. some coffee, and then we um, trim all the trim all the pork belly up and take the rind off and basically just rub all this sugar and salt mix with coffee 
and you could put some leaves, you could put some other bits through it if you like, so maybe some orange or other things, it depends, you can go, that's the best thing about it, like if you've got certain um, ingredients around that you would like to flavour your pork belly with, you can just put that in with the salt and uh, like eucalypt is really nice too, but oh, anyway wow. rub that into the, rub that salt mix into the yeah. pork belly and then leave it in the fridge covered um, in the salt for four days but every day turn it. Okay. Then take it out Yep. and, um, and it'll be firm to touch and uh, that's it and then let it hang, wow. let it hang for, like we let it hang for about three to four weeks. Where do you hang it? In the, well, we just do it, we've got a meat room. Yes. But if you're at home, yeah. um, and again, if it's winter, just yeah. hang it in a cupboard. It's wow. like in a, in a cupboard. And you could, if you want to, you could wrap it in some muslin yep. cloth and leave it, let it hang, or you could just let it hang in, like depending where you are. If it's in Sydney, I'd, I'd leave it in the fridge mm-hmm. somehow. And for, for like... On a wire for, rack. For a month? Yeah, yep. And so after a month, it'll be ready? Yeah, a month, depending on how big it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it's sort of 600 gram piece, yes, 800 gram piece, a month to six weeks. God, it's like the ultimate, we've just created the ultimate bacon sandwich. Yeah, and then after a month, you have to wait a month and a bit to have your bacon sanger. But <laughs> no, but like imagine like the like amazing bread, amazing butter, and then bacon on top yeah, with a bit three of Tommy essentials. K. I know. <laughs> yeah, you just need to make the Tommy K. Yeah, I know, that yeah. sounds so good. Yeah. Okay, so what if people are cooking outdoors yeah. on a barbie or at a campsite because you do a lot of cooking outdoors and you're bloody good at it yeah we enjoy it are there any kind of hacks for tools or what you can do to, to do a good barbie yeah um the timber you use is is important um get a good aussie timber obviously but mm-hmm. um we use red gum from a local a local farm mm-hmm. um and depending on what you're cooking, but with fire, it's like for cooking over coals, it's coals. It's not flame. It's you want the coals. So you need to start early and you need to feed yes. it and you need to get the nice coals happening. And uh, another trick I've sort of gathered from being in the shit over the years is yeah. having like a separate fire and then a coal fire. So over here, you've got like your fire that you keep feeding with. Um, raw material like yeah. bits and pieces and then you shovel those and you put those onto the coal so once they get a bit of coals happening you put them over onto the other fire and that's the one you're cooking with and you can you can adjust the heat then that's a really by having good two tip. fires yes yep. any particular tools a shovel yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> just a, a sh- and you can cook on the shovel, shovel too and a pair of tongs. you can cook on the shovel too yeah, you could you could yeah like fry your eggs on the shovel oh, so good yeah Yep. Love it. Yep. So you can use the shovel for. <laughs> you can use that same shovel that you're uh, making the fire to, to cook. That's your fry pan with a handle. <laughs> All right. So for those of us if that that might not quite get there. Yep. We want to cook in our own kitchen. Yep. We're renovating the kitchen, so, no. and we want to bring it, take it to the next level. Yeah. What do you put in your kitchen if you're renovating? Because you've just renovated yours, just, right? Yeah. We've we've just done it. Is it um, amazing? Yeah. It's it's great. We. Um, We've done just, you know, big all concrete because we can cut on it and we can roll bread and do all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. But um, definitely an indoor barbecue, which we, oh. we did. Electrolux gave me one of those, which is good. Um, and then we sort of, and I do a lot of cooking on the barbecue inside, yes. and, and there's induction and bits and pieces, but I, I definitely think something that's going to bring some 
pretty natural flavours to things. Um, so yeah, induction and induction for sauces. That's I reckon. Gonna, but, like, but the whole indoor barbecue thing must be a pretty new. Yeah. You, do, you, do you need a monster extraction for that? Yeah, yeah. You need a pretty pretty hefty extraction yes. fan or lots of windows. But <laughs> but you'd get some great food out of that. Yeah, it's good. It's like having a teppanyaki grill in oh, a way. Oh, yum. Yeah. Okay, that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, for the but next I would project. do that, like a grill or some sort of an indoor barbecue. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Now, what are your favourite cookbooks? Finally, the go-to's that where you the recipes always work, or you find inspiration from. Do you know one I've always loved? Top three. Okay, since I was young, was Michelle Bra. Mm -hmm. Since I was a young, a young boy, um, and then probably uh, probably the second one is the Tavoli bake book I love that oh book. yes um, because you know iconic the, bakery in Melbourne yeah mm. yep I love that recently we've we've been loving that book at work and the boys bake a lot of stuff for themselves out of that book oh, that's so, good to know um, I've been wanting a good bread that's bake, a really book. great book yeah. yeah and the third one um, it's probably not a cookbook but one that, that's always I've always admired is like water for chocolate the um, you know the novel. Oh, really? That's yeah. great. Yeah. So I just like that. I don't know. I just uh, just, just like ins that book. inspiring. Yeah, I've read it a few times. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, since I was Yay. a young buck. <laughs> kind of makes me want to read it now. I've been looking for something good to read like that. Yeah. Awesome. And it's not even it's not cooking. It's just about no. life and food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I guess that's where you draw inspiration. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, James. No I worries. think this is one of my favourite side orders. <laughs> you've, I think you've elevated many people's home kitchen experience yeah. because of our conversation. So thank you. No, not at all. Thank you very much. Awesome. You've been listening to The Past Side Orders featuring Electrolux Ambassador James Viles. <laughs>